What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. That's right, the only sports podcast. We're back. That's Casino over there. We attempted earlier this week to record an episode. It did not come out as planned, so we're going to cram everything we tried to talk about in that episode with everything we're going to talk about in this episode into one super episode. But before we get to that, how you doing today, Casino? Good. Um, my son will be here. We're counting counting the days here. Five less than five days. He'll be he'll be here. So this is exciting. Exciting yeah. times. Uh, plus, uh, you got football tonight. Start like actual NFL games that I actually care about to watch. Start tonight. Yeah. Excited about that. Um, yeah, did all my medical things I needed to do today. It is an exciting, exciting day. Last night was the first night where I was like, or was the last night where I was like, I don't know what to put on tonight. Like at, at work or whatever, it was just like, there's nothing. We're watching tennis. And then tonight hey, it's well, football. Tennis, was, tennis is all good. Come on, US Open is fantastic. I mean, I'm a tennis guy, so I love it. We can, we can talk about guy. that if you want to. Uh, no. We, you know what? We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it at the no. end of. Whenever it is. I'm not a tennis guy, so I don't know. But before we get into the NFL, which is obviously what most of our podcast is going to be about today, let's talk about college football and the big news coming out of the weekend. Kind of the biggest story so far in college football, even though it's only a week old, was Colorado, quote unquote, upsetting TCU with uh, Deion Sanders is now the coach there. Obviously, it was a big primetime game. Uh, so th- just thoughts on that whole Colorado Deion Sanders situation, Casino. I love it. Coach Prime, man. He came in with some attitude, and he delivered. Um, I know that you, you and I are both still not high on Texas teams and, and TCU in general. We think they're a little bit overrated. Um and yeah. I mean, congrats! They made it to you know to the final, um, the college football finals, uh, national championship last year. They got smoked though. Um, so uh, TCU is not a bad team, but I think they are a little overrated. And I do think Buffalo was underrated. Uh, rolling. Oops, sorry, my house. <laughs> that fell off my head. Um, I'm really happy that this this came out. Um, I do think Colorado's going to be a at least a bowl team. I could see them winning seven games. Um, yeah, I really, I think it was a big statement. I saw people talking about how they're, they were frustrated with how the kids were like acting like they won the national championship. Well, you know what, for this Buffalo organization, like they were not good last year. They finally get prime. Like they get a good coach in or supposed to be a good coach. You know, everybody was kind of wondering if he was going to be or not. I thought he was going to be a good coach. And, you know, so that was a big win to them. You know, they beat TCU, the team that was supposed to, or that was in the national finals last year. Like, it's a huge win for the organization, for those kids. So I'm fine with how they celebrated. I love that this happened. Um, uh, Coach's son, uh, he he had an absolute monster of a game. So this is this was solid. This was a solid win for the this organization and for for uh, Dion. All in all, Coach Prime, I'm all for it. I love it. Yeah. I'm and now, uh, what is it? Uh, as of this recording, they are now ranked 22nd 22, in the 22nd nation. 22nd, and TCU so, is unranked. Yeah. They so, went from 17 and dropped out. 
So I do agree with you. I think we both talked about this off air where we both thought TCU was a little uh, overrated going into this season because they basically lost their whole team to just, uh, you know, graduation and then brought in a whole new class. They lost their quarterback. TCU last year was a little overrated and a little over their skis, especially when it came to like playing actual powerhouses. Mm -hmm. But you and I have said we hate rooting for Texas teams, but TCU never feels like a Texas team, right? Like it, it doesn't does. feel no, no. It it feels that same like Boise State kind of Tulane area where it's just like I'll always root for those kind of schools, even if they like, even I if I would never root for them if they were like an SEC team or something like right. that. Right? I'll never root right? for Boise State though because I I hate that blue field. It's gross. oh, see, I love it. I oh, love that. I, blue I hate the blue field. It's it's disgusting <laughs> to me. What 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 uh, is some Smurfs like fucking have have a good time on that thing or what, man? Like I can't stand it. I think it's. Oh, gross. I love the blue turf. I no. love it. Uh, yeah. But we're rounding... already starting off with our differences. I love it. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I do think that it was a great game. That one player, uh, obviously his son was amazing, but the one player, yeah, that... Shadir that blew me away was the uh, the Hunter, Travis, Travis Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, yeah, 11 receptions, played, 119 yards. Dude, solid. He played 147 snaps in that one game, and somebody did uh, like the math on it or whatever, and they were like, the Chiefs during the Super Bowl ran like 143 plays. So that would have mm -hmm. been like if he was in every single play offense and defense in the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not the difference between NFL and college, right. and, but and, still, to put it in perspective, that's fucking You know, crazy. and what's crazy, though, is like, so yeah, he did, he wasn't just like there on defense. Like, he did get, um, he, he had two assists on the tackle. He had, yeah, he had two assists on the tackle. Uh, Two help tackles, one tackle himself, and an I, uh, INT. It's funny because he actually didn't get a, um, he didn't get a touchdown, which I thought was funny. Um, they pretty much left that up to uh, Dylan Edwards. He had three receiving touchdowns and then a one rushing touchdown. Like th yeah. this team is absolutely stacked. Like they broke almost every Colorado record out there. It was like over five quarterback through for over 500 yards. Um, he had four receivers with over a hundred yards. Like th it was absolutely insane. Um, so congrats to, and that was one of the only good, football games college football games over you know over the break or oh, over that weekend over last weekend is what i meant to say so yeah it, well it was that nice to watch. is well and then it you know like Deion sanders comes in afterwards and is like oh nobody respected us nobody expected yeah, this like funny. blah blah and it's just like you were literally the only primetime game like ironically primetime game that was hyped up for the first week of football mostly Wait. because He's the new coach, and because there was no other good games, right? right? LSU Florida State was Monday night. That game obviously was two top 10 ranked opponents, but that game just sucked because Florida State blew them out. But do you think this was one of the one of, if not the worst, opening college football weekends in your time watching college football? Yeah, it was probably. Yeah. I think so as well. Because I was, mean there's rough. Every ranked team besides the two that played Monday night, everybody was just playing, uh, you know, a no-name school like Colin Cowherd always makes that joke of like they were playing Panera Bread University, right? It's just like 
cupcake after cupcake after cupcake. And I then mean, the this... one game that the one game that surprised me though. I mean, I'll, this one I was hoping for this, and it ended up this way. But uh, the Duke Clemson game, you know, mm-hmm. it's crazy because Clemson in every stat was better than Duke. Oh, oh, maybe not every stat, but damn near. Like they should have won that game, but they had they had too many uh, red zone issues and couldn't get the ball in. They had two block uh, field goals. Like it was, they they fell apart. So congrats to Duke. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I hate. <laughs> but that was that was a fun one to watch because everybody expected Clemson to just fuck go after so yeah yeah so lsu florida state was sunday night and then that game was monday night i watched both those ones yeah the duke one was surprising the florida state lsu i don't know if that's surprising because i don't like brian kelly i don't trust him as a coach i don't that you just not trust him as a person and yeah that stupid press conference he did where all of a sudden he had like a louisiana accent i was like already i was like i'm out (laughs) I'm out. I I hate, hate, hate when coaches like athletes, celebrities, whatever they do that, where they're like, oh, now I'm doing this thing. So I'm going to become that thing. And it's just like, no, they hired you because of who you are. They don't want you to be like them. Right. Like it's so ugh. I fucking hate coaches, specifically coaches who do that shit. But uh, (laughs) the first week was rough. That was a good game on Monday. The, obviously, the Colorado TCU game was good. But this coming week, I mean, the only, and I mean only notable game this entire second week of football is you have Mississippi Tulane, which is like, eh. And then you also have Texas, Alabama, which is, or no, I think that's week three. Oh, no, no, yeah, that's-, that's that's week two. So Texas, Alabama, literally the only game besides Mississippi and uh, Tulane that is like two good teams playing each other. And other than that, it's just Cupcake City again. Why does college football do this? I don't know. I don't know. It's because they want the same. I mean, it's probably just because they want the same teams in, you know, the, the final four as much as possible because, that's the teams that have money. That's the teams that's going to get the ratings. Like Georgia TCU, man, that didn't get a lot of ratings, at least <laughs> to my knowledge. At least yeah. to my knowledge, it didn't. Um, I didn't do a whole bunch of research on that, but to my knowledge, it was very low viewed as a national championship. And by halftime, everybody was done watching it. Well, especially because it ended up being a blowout and it wasn't even close. And yeah. And then Colorado, they obviously are ranked now. They play Nebraska, but then they play, I believe it's Oregon. So that's going to be when shit starts hitting the fan to where this team is, if they're actually good or if they were a fad. And, but we can move off college football uh, because we kind of had to condense everything into one episode. Big episode today. So we're just going to kind of touch on the NFC West and AFC West, but let's start with the NFC West because we did obviously record last episode talking all about this. And I think the agreement you and I both came to was when it comes to Arizona and when it comes to uh, the Rams, I think both of us agree they're in contention for top three worst teams in the league this year. Oh, yeah, by far. 
And also the news just came out. I mean, I believe this morning or it was late last night where Cooper Cup is he's not playing week one, potentially will be put on injured reserve and out for the year. So no Cooper Cup, all that weird stuff with Matthew Stafford uh, happening where he wanted to restructure his contract. He, the team, the team wanted to restructure his contract. He basically said, no, I'm good. And then they have nobody else. They traded Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins. Cooper Cup, their by far maybe best and only weapon, uh, yeah. is now potentially out for the year. So well, at least coming coming to offense for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So and then Aaron Donald, who knows if he just doesn't either get traded or maybe ask to be traded just to go to a contender because he was also contemplating retirement in the offseason. So let's start with the Rams first casino. How bad, what is the ceiling and how bad can it get for this Rams team this year? I mean, what, two years removed from a Super Bowl? Right. Um, it's low. Their ceiling is very low. Um, I, you know, Aaron Donald's, we don't know what's going on with him. He's checked out. Um, I, I think this offense is going to be a below. They're, they're going to be within the, the worst 10 offenses in the league. In my opinion, um, they just got rookies galore because, which isn't always a bad thing, but they didn't really reload up on anything. They spent all their money. They, they, they blew their load to win that Super Bowl. I mean, we've talked about that uh, last year, which is good for them, you know, it worked. It worked. It got them the Super Bowl. Well done. Um, you know, we're also talking about um, how, oh my gosh, my blanking Stafford, you know, is not connecting with his team. And that's a whole issue as well. Like this team is just, just you should already just write it up. They're done. Send them off to a golf course. They want to play golf. They're done. I have now no, the- no hope for this team whatsoever. The fact that your number one player, outside of Aaron Donald, whatnot, and, you know, now Cooper Cup's gone. You have your your quarterback, your man, can't even figure it out with his teammates. Like, that's just a disaster waiting to happen. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah, so Matthew Stafford's wife went on her, like, religious podcast and yeah. was basically saying that her husband can't connect to his younger teammates and he basically walks around with like a book that has their like faces and interest in it to try to like relate to them and it it's all just weird it's like weird it's weird. weird shit especially I mean, when you see hard knocks with like rogers and he's just like joking around and like one of the guys or whatever and it just is i don't know well, you never it feels like he's making an effort I, I, i'm sure all those young guys do not appreciate that he's like okay 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 billy <laughs> Billy, where, where, where's Billy? You're Billy. Okay, hi, Billy. Like, so I heard you like roadblocks, and then he's just like, <laughs> yeah, I heard you like roadblocks. Um, you know, you and I talked talked about this off the air. Like, th- there's talk about him being frustrated that all the young guys are on their phones when they're in the locker room. They're not engaging with everybody. Well, make them engaged. Like, if they want to be on their phones, I mean, pull the Juju Smith Schuster thing. Get on TikTok. Do the whole fun thing. You know, whatever it is play words with friends on, on your phones or something like that, you know, do something to help engage and get to know your team better. Like go take them out, go do something, go take them on a roller coaster, take them to Disneyland. I mean, they might like Disneyland. They're just, they're that young. I don't know. I mean, do something. <laughs> You're right there. So I, 
That, well, how funny would that be though? Like he took all the rookies on out to Disneyland, <laughs> and you see them walking all around with like their Mickey Mouse ears. That'd be really, that'd be really something. This um, reminds eating, eating their me churros of... and all that stuff. So this reminds me of that meme where you're like, <laughs> where uh, it's like the restaurant meme where it's like. I really do. It was like something where it's like, I'm really one of those people who was like 19 at a restaurant. And my best friend is like the 53 year old waitress, like to be like, Oh my God, the age gap. I mean, these guys are 10 years younger than me. Like to act like there's just like this great, uh, you know, moon crater size divide of like, Oh, we're from different generations. It's just like, you guys have professionally played sports your entire lives. You're in the NFL and you have nothing in common. There's no common ground that you can just, again, you don't have to be best friends. Yeah, but so We're going with that again. We're going with the book again. Sam, Sam, <laughs> yeah. it says here you like football. <laughs> it's just, that just uh, seems so, to be insane to me. Yeah, this, this team is done. Um, I, what's their over under? Let's just give that out and we'll call well, it. Well, interestingly enough, since we last recorded it, their, their over under dropped from at most places you can get them at six and a half, right? So I, be, I ob, it's obvious we would both go under because you cannot, yeah. there's no way in fuck you can look at their schedule and be like, these are the seven games they win. But yeah. For so you can still get that at most sports books. DraftKings, interestingly enough, has moved their over under to four and a half. I'm with them. So it dropped, yeah, it dropped in the two days we last did our I would, uh, or I would say the last there, episode. I would say two. there four and a half. I don't see five games, I see four games. I see the I think them as a four win team. Yeah, I think uh, because I think when they play, and let's just segue right to Arizona, Arizona's over and over under right now is four and a half, and then DraftKings has it at two and a half. So, and I would go with DraftKings on this. I'm <laughs> yeah. going under. I'm going if they win two games, it's going to be because somehow they beat the Rams. Uh, the Rams. Like, <laughs> yeah, some, th- this team is so bad. I mean, who do they have as their starting quarterback? I don't even know. And the, they start this weekend. I have no idea who their starting quarterback so is. So as of yesterday, it is announced that Josh Dobbs okay, will start Dobbs for is the Cardinals the start. in okay. week one. Because like it was still undecided. Like when we recorded this, to try to record this episode two days ago, they were. It was still like okay, they haven't officially said who it's going to be. So it is Dobbs. I mean, Murray's not coming back until at best October. Like you know the middle part of October. Like I'm not it, Kyler Murray. I liked him when he started his career. I liked how he was the little guy. Not, this is nothing on his stature making a joke, um, but just like the, I mean, I guess I am the little guy out there, <laughs> um, you know, running through people doing that whole thing. Like that's one of my favorite style of NBA players is the guy with the shorter thing, just slicing and dicing, you know, making those out passes. I love that. So I mean, it's fun to watch like Curry just get the ball and just do his thing rolling through everybody. I, I like watching the smaller guys go up against the more bigger athletic guys and kick their ass. So I liked him when he came out. I just don't like his attitude. I don't like how he's handled himself. I, there I don't a, like um, how he wears sports bras at practice. <laughs> have, like all the time. What like as a dude, what is even the point of it? Like, I don't know. Sports bras no for idea. women are so their their giant boobs don't smack him in the face. 
Kyler Murray's like five nine and has like two percent body fat. What like what is the point of the sports bra? It's, I have no it, idea. Uh, but maybe maybe, casino, he, maybe maybe he is something that we don't know about. Maybe he's got a third nipple or pierced nipples. I don't know that he's trying not to like. They're sensitive, right? They're it's sensitive. the Andy Bernard thing that when <laughs> yeah. he runs, they chafe. <laughs> so, yeah, even with okay. the band aids. Yeah. I, uh, but Joshua Dobbs starting for the Arizona Cardinals. He's been in the league since 2018. How many touchdown passes has he thrown in a league he's been in since 2018? No idea. Uh, just take a wild guess. Four. It's my favorite number. He's thrown two touchdown passes okay. <laughs> in 2018. Interestingly enough, on it on Pittsburgh, 2018, 2020. Not in the league 2019, 2021, and then was on uh was on the Titans last year and went 0-2, where he also threw his two touchdown passes. Talk so, about being lucky and getting a career resurrected in a sense. <laughs> I mean, you have Trey Lance over there, like, why couldn't this be me? <laughs> yeah. It, well, because and then they traded Isaiah Simmons literally Who's like probably, a week ago. Like, who's a probably a pro bowl safety. Like, dude, this guy's, I mean, yeah. Isaiah Simmons, that, that dude right there, he is, there was their best player. And now he's traded to the giants. Um, it's ridiculous. Like this team, this is going to be the worst team in the league. I'll be surprised if they win two games. I completely agree. They also have the Eagles former defensive coordinator now as their head coach fucking and he looks from impractical jokers and he <laughs> yeah. looks so good in that super bowl didn't he uh and then he did that stupid Sorry. press <laughs> conference which pre- i really feel like uh coaches and press conference like make me either like you or hate you and his press con or not his press conference he was doing like a team meeting and he was doing a speech to the team did you see this i did this was bad Ugh. Where he's like, I need some killers. I, and you can tell, like, every all the players sitting there, like, aren't believing it at all because it's this skinny pencil neck geek, like, telling these 350-pound guys, like, I need killers and I need fighters and all this kind of stuff. And it was just like, what what, what are we doing here? What What is this? So the Cardinals, uh, I think the consensus now is they're going to be the worst team in the league. Like you said, oh, unless they day. beat the Rams twice, I don't see. And I would take Sean McVay with a garbage roster over Gannon with a garbage roster. So I don't even think they beat the Rams twice. This They really do feel like they have the potential to just be the next uh, lose all their games. But they would be the record holder, right? Because the Browns and Lions did it when there wasn't this extra game. So oh, yeah, they, they would. So they have the chance to make history, but not for what you would want them to be. Uh, so for so just to recap, Rams, both of you, both of us are going under for four and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and for yes. Cardinals, both of us are going under for two and a half. Yeah, because we're All hedging right. our bet there. We're, 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 yeah, I mean, yeah, we're trying even, to. Even if they cancel each other out, that's only one win each. You can't yeah. show me three more wins for either team. But let's move on to, I think, maybe the most interesting team because what will they be, which is the Seattle Seahawks, the over-under, since I'm on that page, let's just stick with that, the over-under for the Seahawks this year, Casino, going into it, if I can find them, up is... Okay. Uh, they're already the irrelevant. 
You can't even find them. They're already irrelevant. <laughs> but see, here's what's interesting. I don't I... know what's happening with DraftKings because in the other, and I'm looking at uh, this one where it shows what their consensus is. Their consensus for all sports books is eight and a half. DraftKings has them at four and a half. Hmm. What the fuck does DraftKings see that no, they think I, this I have team the Seahawks, is four I have the Seahawks being much better than that. Like it, in my opinion, it's really going to kind of come down to what Geno's. The next two teams that we talk about, Seahawks being included, it comes down to what their quarterback can do. I think it really comes down to what if Geno Smith can have a good season or not. Because I feel like this team has done a lot of good things in the offseason. I like their roster. Um, I, it's just, can Geno Smith redo what he did last year? Do we have faith in him to be Seattle's guy? Uh, so let me ask you that. Is Geno Smith, do you think Geno Smith is going to be the guy again and make the Seattle team back, to go get them to the playoffs and, you know, maybe even win a game or two? Oh, you mean uh, Geno Smith, comeback player of the year who no one can explain what he came back from? Like you can't, you can't just come back from being bad. Like that's not a comeback. That's what you were supposed to be. Like I always thought, I, to me, comeback player of the year was always from injury, right? Like right. they came back from injury. So Geno Smith came back from not being a good quarterback to being a really good quarterback. I mean, last year he threw 32 touchdowns, which is fucking crazy. Like for Geno Smith and he threw 32 touchdowns. They drafted uh, Jackson Smith Jigba from Ohio State. They got Devin Witherspoon in the first round with pick five, who I think he's going to be a fantastic corner. They signed all these free agents, including re-signing Geno Smith. They re-signed Bobby Wagner. They got the safety, Julian Love. They got Devin Bush, which was a linebacker I love, and I wish the Eagles would have signed. So they went – their weak spot last year, we talked about it all year. They were 30th, 31st, or 32nd in almost every defensive stat that matters, right? Like that was the thing right. with them and the Lions last year was their offense was a top 10 offense. And then when it got to defense, they just had to basically outscore everybody they played. So then in def or uh, in the draft, in free agency, they went and got pretty much every defensive player they could. And then they mm -hmm. also now have Metcalf, Lockett, Jackson Smith, and uh, Kenneth Walker the third. So they're surrounding Geno Smith with with talent. With yeah, just unlimited potential to have a potential top three, you know, wide yeah, receiving I mean, group in the league, top five offense in the league. So uh I think they can be good, and especially because they're in a really weak NFC. Do you think this is a playoff team, Casino? Yes, I think this is a playoff team. I do think this I is a playoff as, team. I do as well. I just think especially, there's... I mean, I'm, we just said it. Like, it's it's in a weaker comp... Uh, yeah, weaker conference. Like, they they can definitely make the playoffs. Um, it all comes down to Geno Smith, man. Yeah. And it becomes, it becomes one of those things where coaching... Off, coaching and quarterback are what matter the most in this league, right? And I think... We everyone has question marks when it comes to Geno Smith of can he do this again? But 
all they've gotten is better on that side of the ball. And then you throw in, I trust Pete Carroll as a coach. Maybe I trust him as a coach up until you're on the one yard line of the Super Bowl. And then maybe I don't ah. trust you. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, you know what's so funny is how many times I rewatch the Patriots Super Bowls. Like I just do it constantly. I'm sure you do it for the Eagles one, but yeah. 100% every time, like just the reaction after Butler makes that interception, I still get goosebumps and I'm like almost get flustered and like teary. I'm like, oh, yes. That, and, and you know what? I, uh, Marshawn Lynch comes into my work literally all the time. I've, he's come in, I've shaken his hand like 15 times or whatever when he's coming to my work. And I feel the most bad for him because the <laughs> first thing in my head always, I want to ask him about the run uh, in the playoffs, right? The uh, the one against the Saints. And then I want to ask him about not getting the ball at the one. Those are the only two questions I ever want to ask. And, you know, he came, if it wasn't for probably one of the most outstanding defensive plays by Dante Hightower, like stopping him the like two plays prior or the, the, the play prior, like – he was he was in. He was in. He was determined to get in. He should have got it. Sorry, Marshawn. I know you'll be on this podcast one day, probably. But whatever. <laughs> like it oh. was sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Man, I just I just feel bad. I feel really bad for him because again, and you even like hear his interviews, listen to former football players where they're like, if my team is in that situation and I feel like this with the Eagles too, where it's like, if you're on the one yard line and you have someone like Marshawn Lynch in the backfield, you're just giving it to him four times in a row. Mm-hmm. And just being like, if this is how we lose, then credit to the other team. But this is what I'm doing, right? Like, it's just like giving it to my best player at the goal line. He gets four shots at it. And then if we lose, we lose. Like to lose the other way. If we lose, we <laughs> but- lose. but now to move on to the cream of the crop of this division that has probably as many question marks at quarterback right now at this moment as we do with the Seahawks that's what I that's why I was saying it's the same thing is this team's going to go as far as their quarterback can take them maybe a little bit further because they have uh, better talent than the Seahawks but and again, I don't know. Uh, this might be a glitch with DraftKings because they're putting the San Francisco 49ers at six and a half. Everybody else has them at 10 and a half. Uh, when it comes to the 49ers, obviously I'm going to try to be saying as- that the Niners win only in their division. Yeah, I, I, I can't see that. Even as a uh, Eagles fan, obviously the 49ers won't shut the fuck up about playing the Eagles and you can go back to episodes in the past and listen to my rant about how much the 49ers annoy the shit out of me. But I can't deny at this moment, they're clearly the first or second best team in the NFC regard. Like if you want to put Eagles at one 49ers at two or flip them, like that's what it is right now. You can maybe make a case for, you know, the the Cowboys, the Lions, blah, blah, blah. But I think everybody's one or two is those two teams. But the question mark for me when it comes to the 49ers is how did the injury affect Brock Purdy? What is the what is going to be the season kind of narrative with this weird love affair Kyle Shanahan seems to have with Sam Darnold? 
Like all you heard about this offseason was not Brock Purdy. It was how much Shanahan loves Sam Darnold, right? And we've mm-hmm. talked about this in previous episodes where the 49ers, how they run their system and how they get guys wide open is to have defenders on the other side have clear shots at San Francisco quarterbacks, right? That's why San Francisco quarterbacks are injured so much. It's the scheming. It's clearly Kyle Shanahan's like uh, playmaking ability on his team is happens because defenders get wide open shots at their quarterback. So my question to you, Casino, how many games do you think Brock Purdy plays compared to how many games do you think Sam Darnold plays? Because I think um, that's the biggest question I think mark. Purdy will play the entire time as long as he's healthy or doesn't start throwing, you know, throwing games and having bad games. So I guess you, the real question, and I'll answer first here, is how many games do you think Brock Purdy can have bad before he gets pulled and they throw in Sam Darnold? I'm saying he has one leeway game, and if he has two bad games in a row, he's pulled. He's yeah. pulled Sam Darnold gets a start. So I'm giving him, they're going to give him one leeway game. And if he has an, one more bad game, if he has two horrible games in a row, he's done. And then we're going to see Darnold in there and see what that man can do for his, what, sixth, sixth year in the in the NFL? Fifth year, yeah. something like that. Well, so and see all- if he can actually do anything worth worthwhile. The craziest thing to me uh, that kind of, again, as a San Francisco 49ers, I was never, I never even thought about the 49ers until last year. And now they're like my second most hated team behind the fucking Cowboys. But to be objective, the craziest thing to me is we, like you hear all these analysts and football people on other shows and networks or whatever. And it's just like, they have question marks about, can Jalen Hurts do it again, right? Because he only had one great season. Can Geno Smith do it again? Because he only had one great season. There is no question marks or anybody asking that question when it comes to Brock Purdy. He started and played eight games. And now everybody's just like, he's just going to go right back to being this amazing quarterback. Like no question marks whatsoever. And it's like, how? How do? How is it just like, Hurts, uh, can he do it again? Smith, can he do it again? But when it comes to Brock Purdy, of course he can do it again. Why wouldn't he? He's in this great system. And it's just like, I must have missed that memo where quarterbacks can't be can't have one great season uh, if you're in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Like you, The hate ball. that you have for Shanahan is Dude, wonderful. I think he's just insanely overrated. I just think he is... We saw him with other quarterbacks where it was just like he shit the bed, but people just like act like, oh yeah, those those years never happened. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo, look at Brock Purdy. And it's just like maybe Jimmy Garoppolo's really good, and maybe Brock Purdy surprised a lot of people and was also really good. Like, but this thing where it's just like Kyle Shanahan, offensive genius. Like, we can't like we've never seen anything like this. And then it's just like or maybe he just has really good players. And then when he doesn't have really good players, we saw the results. Like, gotcha. So, well, it's also, I'm gonna, okay. Continue. <laughs> no, no. I was saying 
My question mark for the 49ers on the offensive side is can their quarterback stay healthy? Can Debo Samuel, can George Kittle, can this team stay healthy? Well, can on we the see offense? if Debo can bounce back, you know, and it's not just McCaffrey doing what McCaffrey has done well, forever. Well, can McCaffrey stay just, healthy? Yeah, he's McCaffrey had can an he stay healthy? History. He has, but he's always always he's also always had to beat the guy. So if he can yeah. have a little bit of pressure taken off of him, you know, that'll help his his thing. But let's move over to defense real quick. I know you hate Shanahan. I know you want to keep talking about him. <laughs> um, but big news that broke yesterday, uh, Nick Bosa got paid, absolutely paid. He's currently the highest paid player um, in the NFL, uh, definitely the highest defensive player. Uh, but he did – it is the overall highest player currently playing. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, he – yeah, he got a it's a hundred seventy million uh million dollar contract, hundred and twenty-two point five million guaranteed. And so that's an average of three thirty-four million a year. And so I was just like, you know what, I want to know what his brother makes, uh Joey Bosa. I was like, you know, I want to see how massive and I was like, you know what? It's real it it's a difference, but not that bad of a difference. Like, <laughs> I mean, it is, but it isn't. But like so his total contract for Joey Bosa is 135 million, average 27 million, guaranteed 102. Uh, so between these two, this this between these two, dude, that is what is that? That's 124.5, uh, no, 224.5 million. They're almost at a quarter of a billion dollars guaranteed collectively. Jesus. This Jesus. I want to go to I want to go to their family fucking barbecue, dude. They're <laughs> almost at a quarter billion dollars between the two of them guaranteed money and it can be over that much if they get all their incentives which is absolute if they get all their incentives dude that's just are you kidding me that's 135 or 235 million dollars yeah insanity insanity and or three, uh, three, no, yeah 300 300 yeah there's 305 million 305 million is what i meant to say it's insane. That's insane. I want to go to this family barbecue, but you know, Nick Bosa, he got paid this. I, you know me, I hate the big contracts. I, I can't stand them. This is going to hurt them in this hard cap league, dude. They're, they're going to be yeah. fucked. They need to win this year. Well, their only real uh, off, or off season defensive addition was uh, Javon Hargrave, the defensive tackle for the Eagles last year. I wish the Eagles would have kept him, but then you have Jalen Carter, you have uh, Jordan Davis coming in. So there was kind of no room for him, especially to pay him what the 49ers paid him. But I think he is, he was like a top three defensive tackle in the league in like every stat that matters last year. So I think that being on the defense and then you put Bosa in next to him again, as much as I might hate the 49ers, I still fear them the most in the NFC. I think they're the most complete team right there, neck and neck with the Eagles. And their over under is 10 and a half. I'm yeah. taking over all I'm day. I'm taking over. Um, and also when it comes to their strength of schedule, they have the fourth easiest strength of schedule yeah the patriots get the hardest i don't know i'm done talking about this uh we actually do need to move a little faster though um i'm putting the buzzer on Uh, we're gonna go a little faster here so that's the the uh nfc NFC west West. we are moving over now to the afc west um which will need to be a little quicker if we want to get everything in today um 
But, you know, we already know who's going to win this division, so fuck off. Um, but anyway, let's start off with the Denver Broncos. Um, I'm very excited to talk about this. Um, what do we got here? 41, 120. You writing that down? Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Um, so the Broncos, I'm very excited about this team because, you know, they have a good defense. They have a good quarterback. I mean, the quarterback has won a Super Bowl. You know, he's been in there multiple times. Like we just talked about the whole passing thing. He's not good at the one yard line, two yard <laughs> line, actually. Let's let's get that right. It was a two yard line. But um, no matter how much you and I can't stand Sean Payton, I really think that he's going to turn turn this team around. I really think that he's going to get Russ's head out of his own ass, his Russ's head out of Sierra's ass and all that shit. And <laughs> they're they're going to have a actual good team this year. You know, I think they're going to be closer to what we thought they were going to be last year, uh, this year than than they were last year. Like, I'm very excited to see what this team does. Um, it could be a total flop. Russell Wilson could not change his ways. Um, Sean Payton could be like, ah, I came out of retirement and I gave it a shot and just, you know, walked back onto the golf course. I keep going to the golf course because it should be. But, um yeah, I, I'm I'm very interested to see how this team goes. I'm actually excited to see how this team plays. I think they're going to have a good uh, a good cohesion um, as long as Peyton was able to get Russell Wilson's head out of his ass. Well, Which, also, it has. that's my opinion. Uh, as of uh, yesterday, Sean Peyton's latest comments were he told uh russell wilson to relax about his image will you fucking stop kissing all the babies and basically berated him for like doing the whole like public image and to focus on football so i do think it's very interesting that ever since yeah ever since russell wilson came to the broncos everybody was like kissing his ass and basically like letting him be who he is and which is a fake kind of inauthentic guy who just seems like the most milquetoast like person. He doesn't even seem like a person, right? He just seems like, oh, that's Russell Wilson, the cardboard man, right? Who has no (laughs) emotions, no opinions about anything. And then is always just like, oh yeah, I, I like football. Like let's ride. Like that's it. Right. So it's nice for Sean Payton who I fucking hate. I can't stand. I know. I know. We can't stand him. But and uh, maybe but if you want, I do, he's the right guy. Like yeah. he's the right coach for this team to get Russell. Like if they're gonna be able to get Russell out of his ass, his own ass, then this is gonna be the guy. This is gonna be the coach to do it. Yeah, he seems like an asshole, but he's like the kind of asshole where if he was my coach, I'd defend him. Yeah. And I do think I mean the opposite. If if and here's a question to you: If Russell Wilson's not, you know, getting his head out of his ass. Do you think uh, Sean Payton will uh, pay his defensive players to go after him during practice? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's a possibility. There's precedent for it. But I will say I do (laughs) think Sean Payton is who I think Kyle Shanahan isn't, which is I've seen Sean Payton when Drew Brees is out, plug in all these different quarterbacks and win (laughs) and, like, plan game plans. I mean, he won games with fucking – with uh, who's the 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 guy who they just have is like their Swiss Army knife? What is his fucking name? Who? I cannot For remember. For the Saints, when he was on uh, the Saints, um, uh, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. 
So yep. he literally had Taysom Hill in at quarterback and won games. And then everybody else is just like, Taysom Hill sucks. So I believe in Sean Payton. I think, like you said, he had a top five, or this Broncos team was a top five defense last year. They literally were holding teams to like one touchdown and still losing games like 10 to seven because their <laughs> offense was so abysmal. Yeah. So the thing I trust is Sean Payton to have a competent offense that can score three touchdowns a game. So if they're scoring three touchdowns a game, their defense is giving up 10 points. Like, I think this team's going to be good. But remember, last bit on the Broncos is if they don't run quarterback sneak for every offensive play casino, Sean Payton <laughs> is full of shit. He's a liar. And he's a fucking liar. Well, we already because... know he is. So 100% they're not going to do that because... You know, he is a liar and a piece of shit, so. But, you know, he said but it I wasn't a football the, play. But I do think he's the piece of shit to actually get Russell Wilson out of his own shit. Because his head's up his ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that works. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, I, I had... <laughs> but last thing on the Broncos, and then we can move on. Again, Do you think thing. they are a playoff team? Mm, Not in, I don't, I, I don't think they're going to be a playoff team because of this division. And because of how this conference is shaping up to be, so no, yes. they're not a they're they're not going to be a playoff team. I think they had a chance last year to be, uh, but no, I have honestly, I have all three of these teams. Uh, yeah, I have all three of these teams above them. I still think they might finish last in this division. I honestly, their over or under is eight and a half. I could see this being a nine win team and they still miss the playoffs just because the AFC is so like top heavy or so not even Juggernaut. top heavy. So like, yeah, so, yeah, like, so, like so many good teams. If, if any better out there, if they just went in and was just like hedged all their bets with unders rolling through the AFC, like they're going to hit, but then there's going to be so many teams that are projected to be big winners that aren't going to be just because they're playing in this tough conference. So yeah, I don't, if that makes sense. No, I agree. Uh, let's move on to another team that we always, that always gets hyped up before this season and then shits the bed, but then there's nobody to pull them out of their shit. And that is of course the, uh, sand former San Diego, now Los Angeles chargers, which I still fucking hate. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers Casino. I, I don't even know. Like, do you believe in the Chargers? I like, do. I I do. I believe in the Chargers, and I think that they'll they'll come second out of this division. Um, and they might even put some pressure on the Chiefs. I like this team. I'm. I was high on this team last year, but they were just injury prone. They were just. Let me. You get an injury. You get an injury. You get an injury. I'm really excited to see what this team does. I, I'm Herbert's back. He's feeling better. I'm all these healthy players are coming back. I'm really excited to see this team. And I want this to be the team that I was believing in last year. And mm -hmm. I do think they will be this team. I think they're going to be much better than people think they're going to be. Um, I know some people have been really high on the chargers, but then you have the complete opposite have people that are talking about, Oh, the chargers, you know, it's going to be the same as last year. People are going to get hurt. Everybody's super high on them. They're not going to be performing as well, especially in this division. I'm like, I don't know, man. I do think they're going to be better. I do think they're going to be better. I think they're going to turn some heads because people are finally healthy. And this is a really good roster. Finally healthy. I mean, yes, they have a little bit of issues probably on defense, but I mean, 
it, it, it doesn't matter if you have an oh if you have a bad defense like as long as you have a good offense and you have a good structure on your team you can figure it out and i do think this this team will figure it out this year so they finished last year 10 and 7 uh they didn't really do they anything 10 and 7 with 10 and 7 with a uh, uh they were like 27th or something like that and i don't have it pulled up but like they were yeah. in the bottom half of their defense last year and they still finished 10 and 7 with a banged up team, like I'm, I'm very excited for this team. I think this team is going to turn some heads this year. Now, the only uh, big name they signed in the off season was Eric Kendricks, where he, uh, the past two years, he's kind of been in decline. They drafted Quinton Johnson, the wide receiver out of TCU in the first round. They got the uh, edge rusher from USC in the second round and a linebacker in the third, but their strength of schedule is what scares me. They have the fourth hardest strength of schedule going into this season. So at this point, with how the grades of strength of schedule came out, like to me, they're whatever. Fuck, fuck, whatever. <laughs> uh, not bringing they, it up, okay? It hurts every time. It's like a stab they are heart. projected to win. You going over or under for nine and a half? Over. I, I like this. So. I like this team. I like this team a lot. See, I feel like they're they are a nine win team, especially with that strength of schedule, especially playing in this hard division where I, I think, think the I Raiders think got back, better. I think they're at least what they were last year, if not a little better. See, I don't because of how hard their schedule is. Their division's getting gotten much better, so I don't see them sweeping anybody in their division. So I see them at least going one and one with everybody in their division, and then they have to win their other games out of obviously out of comp or out of division so i don't know this is just one of those teams where it's kind of like i'll trust them when i see it and i just never see it obviously i like justin herbert and i like their i have more faith in their defense than i think they showed last year because like you said Same. they were so injury and, prone and but it's crazy to think that they were that they were they, they had they were 10 wins last year with what they had to go through I don't understand how you think they're going to be worse than that. I don't. I just don't. I know that I know the AFC's gotten harder, but this team was expected to do big things last year. Like I had I, I think I had them as like the dark horse to win the Super Bowl. Or at least like go to the Super Bowl or something like that. But they're good. They're a really good team. I wouldn't not be surprised if this team could make the AFC championship game. But see, like just there, they could potentially start where they lose their first like six games. Like this is a fucking murderer's row to start the season. So they're playing the Dolphins, Titans, Vikings, Raiders, Cowboys, Chiefs, and then they get the Bears, Jets, Lions. Like Yeah, so I feel like a lot of those teams, though, they're right. They're at that same level with them. And they, they were winning those kind. They were right there last year, almost winning like half of those games last year with what they were at. It has to be better this year. Like I, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. They're, they're going to be much better than people think. And I could be totally they, wrong and I'm, I could be wrong, but whatever. They end the season, their last five games against the Broncos, against the Raiders, against the Bills, Broncos again, and Chiefs. Like that is just, that is a murderer's row to start the season, to end the season. And then even in the middle, they still have to deal with the Bears, the Jets, 
the Lions, the Packers, the Ravens, the Patriots. Like, they don't have one give-me game on their schedule because I think we both agree Bears are going to be better. Lions are going to be good. Packers at least still have a good defense. Like, don't give me and and then don't give me hope. Oh man! And then yeah, your uh, you, Patriots. You, you, who knows? Like, <laughs> don't ugh. give me hope. Stop talking about them. <laughs> that is just. I mean, of all the schedules we've seen, I remember your team obviously has the hardest strength of schedule. And when we went through it, it was fucking brutal. But their schedule. I mean. I'll put them right there with your team. That is fucking brutal, man. That's a tough that is schedule. A hard, hard That's schedule. a tough schedule. But I do think if I was on the flip side and I was one of those teams, I would look at the chart. I would look at the Chargers and go, "That's a tough game. That's a tough game. We're gonna really have to bring our A That's game true. against that team." So it, you, you can say that, but I, I do think the Chargers are a team on most schedules. You're looking at it and going, mm, "I don't. I'm gonna be nervous about playing against them." They're, they're a good team, and they got better. They got healthy, and they were good last year with being injured. Yeah, so I, I think this team is going to be really good. I think Herbert is going to have an outstanding year as long as he stays. Obviously, it all comes to every player. We keep saying it, but as long as every player stays healthy, this is where we're going to project off of. So outside of injury, I think Justin Herbert's going to be crushing this year. Like, he's going to crush this year. I mean, he'll be up there with – in my opinion, with Burrow, with Mahomes, uh, possibly Allen. You know, we don't know with what he's got going on as maybe Lamar Jackson as, you know, MVP for the league. Like, yeah. I'm really excited to see Herbert play. I want to see him play a full season. I want to see him come with weapons and, and a healthy team. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited for, for Herbert. I think this is finally a year because so far they've been pretty good going into this year as long as they can stay healthy i think they're gonna be dangerous i think they're one of my teams where it's at the end of the season we're gonna say like oh my god how did the chargers and dolphins win 10 games and then they didn't even get into the playoffs like i really think it's going to be one of those type of situations where that's kind of how it was last year that's how it was last year i think the cutoff to make the playoffs in the afc was nine and a half ten games yeah so I just think, yeah, I just think they're going to be one of the ones where it's like, how did they miss it? And then it's going to be like one or two games here they should have won that they didn't, and then that bites you in the ass at the end. Right. Uh, let's move over to, I think, the biggest question mark in this division, which is By a team far. I feel could be a 10-win team or they could be a 3-win team, and I wouldn't be shocked either way. Like... And that is, of course, our hometown Raiders casino, the Las Vegas Raiders, which is still fucking weird to say. Yeah, uh, they obviously that's, lost. That, that's why when when I was saying um, when I was trying to be like, oh, you know, Denver could be the worst in the league. I'm like, eh, yeah, I think they're going to be the worst in that or in that division because yeah. I'm with you on this. Where the Raiders could be really good or the Raiders could be really bad. Like I, I'm not sure. We were expecting so, this division to crush it last year. So (laughs) again, now we're, um, it's the same kind of thing. Like, well, Well, so this off season for the Raiders, they obviously lost Derek Carr. They, they signed Jimmy Garoppolo. They also had this guy in the preseason that was just like, had everybody talking. He was fucking lighting it up, which is their fourth round quarterback pick from Purdue, Aiden O'Connell. Did you see any of his highlights? Like, no, I think like, he looked like an NFL quarterback. I know they're playing obviously in the preseason, which we put very little 
uh, stakes or anything in. But this also feels like one of those things where if Jimmy G does go down, I feel like Raider fans are going to be excited that Aiden O'Connell is their backup and coming in with this team. Obviously, they have Josh McDaniels. They signed in the offseason. They were able to re-sign Josh Jacobs before the season started, which I think everybody was worried they wouldn't. They also got Austin Hooper from the Falcons. They got Jacoby Myers from your Patriots. Uh, Yeah, I just like they signed a couple – uh, cornerbacks. They signed a couple, a bunch of defensive guys, including Marcus Epps from the Eagles. I yeah. kind of like the Raiders team. I I, I, I think like this Raiders team is the biggest question mark in the NFL for me. Um, I agree. because here's the thing: I, I can see I can see them being the bottom five team, like a bottom five team in the league. Like I can see that very easily. They're the Raiders. They they are supposed to be really good. Like they're not like the Cowboys hype. Like you actually look at them and you're like, Ooh, they're actually going to probably be pretty okay. Like they're going to be, I think they're going to be a good team. And then they just don't, or, you know, they do the giants thing where it's like, "Mm," you know, they're not probably not going to be that good. And they do halfway decent. Um, But you talked about everybody they brought in into this organization. Um, Something that does have going for them is Josh McDaniels has a rapport with both uh, with, both with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and also their backup currently was Brian Hoyer, who was the Patriots. He got let go, signed, let go and signed like four or five times with the Patriots. Um, so he's also got a rapport not only with Jimmy G, but with or with McDaniel's, but with Jimmy G. Um, but my biggest question marks, which just makes me so nervous for this team, is McDaniel's still has not shown that he can be a head coach a successful head coach in the NFL, good coordinator. Um, I wouldn't say good because I feel like Tom Brady had a lot to do with the success of Josh McDaniels in in New England. Just me being biased on that. But so a good coordinator, but he hasn't shown that he's a good head coach yet. I know they had a lot of things going on last year um, off the field. Um, But, and then going over to the quarterback situation, Jimmy Garoppolo. I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I wanted him to stay with the Patriots originally. And so did Kraft and all that. And it seemed like, or so did Bill and then Kraft, like sent him away and all that stuff. Um, But something to note is Jimmy G has only completed one full year as a starting quarterback. Like he is so injury prone. It is absolutely ridiculous. Um, Brian Hoyer, he's just a very notable backup like hey look it's brian hoyer he's gonna maybe win you a game maybe lose you a game we don't know he's brian hoyer so i am worried about their quarterback situation because jimmy garoppolo seems to be made out of glass um i i I like some of their guys that they brought in like you were talking uh i think you said bennett uh for the defense i think he's gonna have a stellar year but is he gonna be enough for the defense i'm very I'm going to be watching this Raider team heavily. I'm really just not sure what they're going to be. What's the over and under on them? Because I I want to make it just going for it. I want to hear it. I don't know who Bennett is. I did not say Bennett. Ben, uh, they brought for the defense, they got Marcus Epps, and then they drafted Tyree Wilson uh, out of Texas Tech at the seventh round pick. So, but I'm sure so he, was a, he was a fourth round pick. Bennett. It says here. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. Jacob. I was saying Aiden O'Connell, Aiden O'Connell. The I know, but I'm telling you like, um, 
Oh, Jacorian yeah. Bennett. Yeah. Their cornerback. Um, I do think but, he's going to so, have a good year. Now, the only, and I can't say this about the Chargers and then not say this about the Raiders, the Raiders have the second hardest schedule in the league. So, or like strength of schedule in the league, only behind yeah. your Patriots. So, and that's another, there's just another <laughs> so. thing that worries me. You know, it's, 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 it's another question mark. Like, I just don't know, man. I, I, I struggle. I struggle trying to figure this out. Again, strength of schedule. It's, well, it's crazy that they're in this division with the Chiefs. And then what's the strength of the schedule for the Chiefs? Where are they? The Chiefs uh, with their strength of schedule, and again, I use sharp football analysis because they predict what the teams will be this year, not base it off last year. The Chiefs' strength of schedule going into this season, they are one, two, three, four, five. They are the fifth hardest schedule going into the okay, season. At least. So you you have three teams, you know, in this division within what the top you said seven. Something yes. like that. Now that is also based on their division and they're all playing each other. So that also True. kind of skews strength of schedule, but that shit matters. That's why Tom it Brady does. was able to dominate for 20 years because nobody in his division ever got their fucking shit together. And that's how he was able to be successful somewhat in Tampa because there was nobody in that division. True. True. But the the Raiders, so now see, they have the, the uh, second hardest strength of schedule going into the season, but... Unlike the Chargers, I feel like I trust the Raiders more because there's no there's no mm-hmm. hype, right? There's no there's no I don't no uh, with the with the Chargers, it's like this should be a I disagree. Chargers team for the Raiders. You, you can keep are, talking. I'm just gonna talk over you. I disagree. <laughs> they are only projected <laughs> to be six and a half, which again, I would not bet because I could easily see this team being a four-win team. But hey, I feel like six and a half is above average. Have, <laughs> yeah, I feel like with how much talent they have, this is an 8, 9, 10 win team. Why not? I I believe in the Raiders. 8, 9, 10. That, that's, you know, that that satisfies most. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to fill in the time here to make it feel better. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's, let's move on. Let's move on to the last team in this division, which is... Uh, the Chiefs are going to win. They're going to make the AFC Championship game again and possibly win the Super Bowl again. So, yep, there it is. There's the Chiefs. Yeah. They're projected over <laughs> under... I mean, do we even need to fucking say it? They're projected... No. Win total is 11 and a half. Just bet the over. Obviously. Bet the over. Like, bet the over. Because even if they... like, I'm worried about them tonight because I, I do like Detroit a lot this year. Um, I think Detroit's easily a playoff team. I like their offense. Um, that you know tonight m- missing a couple players. Now there's reports saying that Kelsey is going to play, but he's not going to be 100, percent which is dumb. I would not play him. Also concerning, yeah. Also concerning, but it doesn't matter what they have on their roster. They have Patrick Mahomes, who is one of the best football players that's going to be of this decade. Um, well, they also he, have Andy uh, Reid, who's arguably yeah. the best coach in NFL history. I mean, you can put him right there with with Bill Belichick, maybe at the end of his career, if they win, what? Let's say him and Mahomes win five Super Bowls together. Like, then it's a real oh, fucking conversation. Dude, imagine, and that's also just, a thing just, that could fucking happen. You, you, If you put Belichick and Reid as just no head coach, you just they're dueling head coaches, uh, co head coach. You just have one as offense, one as defense. This 
No, you could give them, you can give them the Colorado Buffalo team and they will probably win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just think, yeah. And it's crazy that Andy Reid might be one of the best offensive minded coaches ever. And then Bill Belichick might be one of the best defensive coaches ever. And they've played against each other in this time. And it's kind of like, I mean, I would love to see what their coaching record is against each other, but I would assume it's 50 50. Like it's, but uh, so as it goes to the Chiefs, I mean, obviously, there's no question marks when it comes to the Chiefs. They're the best team in the league and have been ever since Mahomes and Reed started their union, right? Because Mahomes is always in the AFC championship game. He's, either in the Super Bowl winning it or he lost it that one ooh. time, obviously, to Tom Brady. It's not it's but, not as 50-50 as you think. Uh, ooh, what is it? Belichick owns the overall edge with a 6-2 record against Reed. Damn. And a 2-0 record against Reed in the playoffs. Damn. Well, they, they played against each other in that Super Bowl where obviously your Patriots beat my Eagles. Uh, but then in – well, then I guess – yeah, that one playoff game they played where it was Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, that game ended where a Chiefs player was like offsides or whatever. Like that. And bullshit. you know what? He was, but he was. He was. <laughs> and there's no arguing it. Like every angle they show on that, he was clear. He was like a full, whole arm length. Like his shoulder was at the line of scrimmage and he had his hand like touching like the forearm of the Patriot player. It was like, dude. You are way offside. But, <laughs> but so when it point. comes when it comes to the Chiefs, uh, my concern now is obviously you have no concern with Patrick Mahomes, their play calling, their offense. My concern is Travis Kelsey. This is an injury that obviously isn't like season threatening or whatever, and that was the first reports that came out. Is he's not? But it in could any be if they play him and he gets hurt. That's that's my thought. My thought is, what if this is a lingering injury because they're kind of just, you know, putting it off to the side as like, oh, this injury isn't serious, so he's going to play. And then who knows if that agitates it or makes the injury worse to where it does become a season-long issue. And then the other question mark is Chris Jones, who when you put his stats against – any defensive player, it's almost like he has the most impact on the game from a defensive standpoint. As oh, he's amazing. Buddy in the league. So if Chris Jones, you're missing him for the first eight weeks of the season, you have the fifth hardest schedule in the league. Like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is great. But then the question mark becomes, can your defense, you lost a lot of guys, didn't really add anybody on defense. It can doesn't your matter. defense stop everybody? It, or can it they stop matter. anybody? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Patrick Mahomes is going to put two up, put up too many points. It doesn't. It doesn't fucking matter, at all. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't. I, mean, I don't even know. There's really nothing even to talk about the Chiefs. They're the best team in the NFL. It's the not de- even a question. Chiefs defense can let on. No joke. They could probably let at least 28 points a game, and they'll still win every game. They're yeah. they're that good. Sadly, when it comes to offense, sadly, yes. That's just me. Now I, I can't stand it, but I. I have to get down on my knees and suck the Patrick Mahomes dick because he is just <laughs> that good, dude. And I like him every every like he does a like a podcast with um, with Kelsey and um, I I think um, uh, the one of the brothers I forget his name. Oh, it's uh, both of them. 
Yeah, Jason and Travis. Oh, so he does it with both. Okay, but I've seen well, I've seen clips of was that like podcast a guest on. Yeah. Okay, well I've seen every clip of that then because I thought he was on the I thought he was the podcast. No. Um, but every time I see a clip, I'm just like, gosh, he looks like a nice guy. Like I think I like that guy. And then I haven't watched it yet, the quarterback documentary on Netflix. But every time I see like highlights of that, he just seems like one of the nicest genuine dudes and he's just good and i'm like god damn it god damn it i like him (laughs) well now see they also have the fifth hardest strength of schedule but we talked about this when the schedules first got announced it was like they play all their hard games out of comp or out of division at home which really fucking annoys me like they literally their three hardest opponents this year are going to be the eagles who they get at home the Bills, who they get at home, and the Bengals, who they get at home. What right. the fuck are the odds that they get their three hardest games at home? Like, fuck off because, with that. Because the who's NFL Patrick knew Mahomes, what they were doing. Who's Patrick Mahomes' daddy? Yeah. Who, who's his daddy? Ugh. It's Roger I mean, Goodell. It's, uh, Roger Goodell's Patrick Mahomes' daddy. He's already getting the Brady treatment, which annoys the fuck out of me, but it's well-deserved, but it, I still is, don't have to whoa, be whoa, fucking whoa, happy whoa, about whoa. it. Getting, getting the Brady treatment. No, Roger Goodell has always hated Brady. You now have the commissioner backing you. That's a completely, that's a 180 there, sir. I will never not believe that the NFL didn't love Tom Brady. Like, everybody can point out all these conspiracy and all this kind of shit. Like, no. They, they, the Raiders fumble in the playoffs. Everybody on both teams has been like, yeah, that wasn't a fumble. That was bullshit. Yeah, including Tom Brady. He even said that. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And they still that's got funny. it. I, like, I, I do love every time that's brought up. And I see that clip of Brady being interviewed about it. He was like, I thought it was a fumble. I was on the, I was on the sideline. I thought I screwed the team. <laughs> Something like that. I was like, that's funny. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, I want to hate them, but they're extremely likable. Except the only thing I hated about Patrick Mahomes was him sitting, writhing on the bench during the Super Bowl. Like he had a fucking, they had to amputate his leg. And then he goes out there, he's running around. He's like, There's I'm good. No I'm issues, good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so good. It's just like, oh, like, thank God we go. got that one let's shot go. of you writhing on the fucking bench. But uh, now that we've gone through all the divisions, Casino, <sighs> let's go let's do final uh playoff predictions for each Mm. division uh let's start in because we're talking about the afc let's just talk about the afc who do you have winning i don't have my pen or paper so you're gonna have to write it down for me um if you want to keep track of my guessing here i do uh so your why why do i have to go first fuck off yeah your playoff teams who's the number one seed in the AFC. Oh. Um, Cincinnati. Really? Okay. You're picking the Bengals as the number one seed. Who's the number two seed? You go. You go. Oh, I'm my number one up. seed. Well, no. Then here. I'll just do all my things while you Thank do you. it. So I have... My number one seed, I have the Chiefs. I don't care what their record is, or I don't care what it says their strength of schedule is. Until somebody dethrones them, uh, like, more than once, one time in the five years, like, I'm picking the Chiefs every time. I fucking hate them, but they're the best team in the NFL. It's not even a debate. Uh, Then I have, coming out of the AFC East, uh, I'm having the – no, 
I'm not having the Bills. I'm having the Bills as third. I'm having the Bengals as second. I think the Bengals will be the only team that comes out of uh, their division. I love Miami this year, but I just think the AFC is too stacked. And like I said earlier, I'm putting all the AFC North teams basically in the playoffs. So I have the Chiefs number one seed, Bengals number two, Bills number third, and then I'm having the Ravens as the first wild card team, but they will obviously have more wins or no, they won't have more wins, but I'm picking them as a wild card team. And then I'm having the Jaguars as the third team because they will win their division. And then what division am I missing? So I have the chiefs. I have the chiefs winning the Bengals winning the bills winning the Jaguars winning. So there we go. Uh, and then as my wild card teams, I am going to do it. I think it's both the Ravens and Steelers. I really do think both of them come out of that division. Oh, and then I do have one more uh, playoff team. So you know what? I'm picking the Dolphins. Throw the Dolphins in there, Casita. So my playoff teams in order are going to be the Ch- out of the AFC are going to be the Chiefs, the Bill or the Chiefs, the Bengals. The Bills, then the Jaguars, and my wildcard teams are Ravens, Steelers, Dolphins. That's my AFC. I think the teams that just barely miss the playoffs is the rest of the AFC West teams, especially the Chargers and Broncos. I could see a scenario where they're both 9 and 10 wins, and they just barely miss it for Miami. I think... I know it's week one. I think that week one game, Dolphins, Chargers, I think that matters a lot because I don't think either of them win their division. And I think they're going to be in the wild card spot. Uh, and it's going to be come down to who won their one matchup and it's going to be the dolphins. Uh, so I'm picking the dolphins. I think chargers miss the playoffs. I yeah. think, okay. uh, yeah, I think nobody from the AFC South besides the, the Jaguars, I think Raven Steelers make the playoffs. I think chargers Broncos just miss it. And in AFC East, I think your Patriots and Jets just miss it. So go ahead. Kiss All me. right. So, yeah. So now I've got mine. I've got to had I had to lay it out for myself. Um, so, yeah, for me, Cincinnati, I think they're going to take the number one overall. Um, I, I just think that I think that AFC West, just because we just talked about it, I really think that they might beat up on each other a little bit more than people think. So I have Cincy going to one. I have the Chiefs going the two. I do have um, – so you say – no, you had, you had the Bengals three, right? You had, you had no, the I had I had Chiefs one, Bengals two. And you know what? I'm actually going to put Jaguars third because I think they will have a better record than the Bills. That's so I'm where gonna, I'm at. So just that's, switch those. Switch those. I think they're going to have – that's that's my was my question because I, I didn't want to be the same with you. So, so far we're somewhat different, but then I do agree with you. I think the Jags hit the three. Um, and I think they'll have the better record than the Bills. Bills four, and then going in the playoff spots after that. Um, I don't think anybody else. I know I kept saying the AFC East might be the hardest conference. I I don't think that anymore. I think that the North, you might be right, is going to be the hardest conference. Um, I have the Ravens as the first wild card. Uh, going from there, I do have. You're right, and nobody from the South. Uh, but I do have the Chargers as a second wild card. And then probably, I don't want to say because I've talked about the Steelers not being good. So I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. 
Fuck. I'm going to say it. I'm going to go Steelers, get that last yeah. wild card. That one guy's comment really got to you. Well, like it did. And I just had to brain. think about it more and more. Like that team, I mean, you, you have to go with the track record of um, Tomlin. Like he, he's going to get them back to the playoffs. He's just, he's just going to. He's, he's too good of a coach. The Steelers are better this year. That organization has just ran so well. Um, but, yeah, so I, I can see the AFC North having three coming out of that division. Yeah. Now, they always say that not every playoff team that won the previous year makes it into the next year. Like, it never statistically happens. So, of all the playoff teams last year, who do you think are the two that are most likely to miss it? I think we can both agree in the AFC South, that's the Jaguars division, no question, right? Uh-huh. And they uh, then in the AFC North, do you see any possibility where the Bengals or Ravens do not make the playoffs? No. I don't either. I think the Ravens they're have make, a more... They're making the playoffs, both teams. Yeah, uh, I think the Ravens have a more likely chance of missing it, but I don't. I think they're only going to be better, right? And then in the AFC West, I obviously think the team in that division that that made it last year that doesn't make it this year is the Chargers. You have the Chargers going in, but what are your? Give me a percentage chance the Chargers don't make the playoffs. Uh, thirty-five, thirty. I'd say thirty. I think they're. I think they're much better than people think. I think thirty. And then in the AFC East, the last one is the Bills and Dolphins both made the playoffs. I could, I don't Uh think the Bills have any chance of missing it. I could see the Dolphins not making it. So I could see the Dolphins not making it as well. Like, again, the Patriots, Dolphins, Jets, I think they're, Patriots are going to have a good defense and a good run game, but that's not going to win them all the games they need to win. Uh, Jets, I think. I really wonder if Aaron Rodgers is going to get flustered. And if you, especially if he starts off bad, I can see that being such a big hype. That's going to end bad. Um, but we'll see. But if not, if, if it doesn't, they're going to be a good team. So, but those are going to be the projections. If I've contradicted myself, anybody, please call me out. Well, no, um, these are like final, know. final predictions. So these know, outweigh like, anything we've done on the preview. Well, you also, uh, backtrack on your fucking uh, yeah. Steelers hate. Jumped on my Steelers bandwagon. No, I don't you? hate them. I never said they were going to be worse. Like I mean, I that's still have a the comments I, I read I, in our comment well, no. section said you hate the Steelers. No, I had I had the Steelers being right there with possibly the Browns not making like the Steelers are getting that last wild card. But I did have the Ravens and the Bengals above the Steelers, so suck it off. And I do think that you said the Steelers were going to be better than the Ravens, if I recall. Uh, yes, I could see the Steelers. I like my wild. But it doesn't matter now because final of, predictions. Final predictions are right now. So yes, I think so, I think the Steelers. I'm throwing you. I'm throwing you some uh, Steelers hate. We need more people to comment so we can argue more. This is this is fun. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it, but it, so I, I lost sleep over it. So. <laughs> Uh, to recap our things, let me just finish writing it down right here. To recap our playoff predictions, I have the Chiefs finishing as the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, Casino has it the Bengals. And I, we want, I just those. want the Bengals to do it. I, I agree. I think I we both it. said that if our teams don't make the Super Bowl this year, we're rooting for the Bengals to make it. I would also like the Bills. I think yeah. Bengals and Bills are the two teams or, we're root for. Or, or Jags. Or yeah, or or eh. lions. Man, eh. uh, 
but as so as far for the AFC casino, you have Bengals, Chiefs, Jags, Bills, uh, Ravens, Chargers, Steelers as your teams that the first four win the division. Last three are the wild card. For myself, I have the Chiefs as the number one seed, followed by the Bengals, Bills, Jaguars, and then our wild card teams are the same with the Ravens and Steelers, only difference being the Dolphins and Chargers. So now let's move over to the NFC, which is, I feel much, much harder to predict. Uh, oh my you want to go first on this at, one, or you want uh, me to go first? I mean, I can go first, but I don't have, like, this is going to be tough. I, I, I don't know. I'll let you know. You go first. You did such a good job last time, and I won't pick all the same <laughs> ones you did. I promise. So I think for the NFC, which is where we will have much more uh, differences of opinions, I do think, and this is not an Eagles fan bias. I just think when you look at the divisions, I do think that uh, the 49ers will have the number one seed strictly based on their division is just much easier than the NFC East. The NFC East, all those teams are going to be good, potentially better than they were last year. And the Commanders were the worst team last year at 8-8-1 eight, eight, and one in that division. So all, every team in that division could have a winning record. So I think the 49ers are going to be the number one seed, followed by the Eagles at uh, the number two seed. I do think the Eagles break the uh, streak of a different team winning the NFC East for years and years. I just think they have a better roster than the Cowboys and the Cowboys have had the Eagles numbers, but I just don't see these, these vast improvements. Everybody thinks the Cowboys have made now, Mm. again, take my opinion of the Cowboys with a grain of salt, because I do hate the Cowboys, not hate them enough to say they're going to miss the playoffs. Cause I do think they miss the playoff or I do think they make the playoffs Uh, coming out of the NFC North. Uh, that's the one where I feel like I have the NFC North and NFC South to me are just wide open. I don't think the four, I don't think the Vikings are good. I could see them missing the playoffs and I, I do could. have them missing the playoffs, me but too. I do think it's going to come down between the Lions and Packers for this division. I think the bears are potentially still a year away. I don't know what you get with just, uh, with, uh, they're going to be better Justin than they were Field. last year, but they're still, there's still some time. Yeah. But that being said, I don't trust Jordan Love more than Justin Fields. So I feel like out of the NFC North, I am going to pick the Lions to win that division. But I think that division, potentially all those teams could be nine and eight. And maybe the Lions are 10 and seven or maybe nine and eight wins it. And the other teams are seven or eight wins. So I'm picking the Lions to win that division. Uh, And then when it comes to the NFC South, I mean, I don't see... There's like the odds on favorite now are the Falcons to win that division. I have no fucking idea why that's the case. I think no. based on the preseason and just how that team looks ran, I think the Panthers are going to be the dumpster fire of this division. I don't trust them at all. I think the Bucks are right there. No, I think Bucks are going to be dumpster fire. Panthers not far behind. I think the Saints win this division i trust Derek carr i've always liked Derek carr i don't understand the hate he gets and then my wild card teams i just said i have the cowboys as the number one wild card they will potentially have more wins than the lions and saints but obviously i think the eagles win that division so blah 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 i am shockingly uh saying the giants miss the playoffs i know 
crazy. Uh, I do we're, think- we're, 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 we're pretty close on our, because I'm going through it again, and I'm not disliking a lot of what you're saying, but I do have a little bit of movement. So continue. Uh, I do think the Seahawks make the playoffs again in that tough uh, NFC West, like to win, not a tough NFC West, because obviously the Rams and Cardinals are going to be dumpster fires. But I think my last playoff team in the NFC, it really comes down to, I think the commanders are actually going to be pretty fucking good this year. Yeah. Uh, But I just think, I think the Packers, Bears, commanders are kind of all in that thing where it's like, I don't trust the Bears defense at all. I do trust the Packers defense. And I think the commander's defense has a potential to be top five. So then it becomes, do I trust, uh, do I trust Jordan Love? Do I trust Justin Fields? Do I trust the commander's quarterback, Sam Howell? And I trust Eric Bieniemy. So my last playoff team casino, I am picking the commanders to shock the yep. world and make. No, the- it's not shocking because the they're playoffs. on my list. Uh, so let's on my list. It's, it's a little you know. shuffled. It's a little shuffled. Um, so, so who is your number one seed coming out of the NFC? Number one seed. Um, I am going to go. I, it's going to be a little different. I, I get your point when it comes to the Niners and their strength, this, you know, their division and all of that. I get that. Um, but I just like the Eagles. I like Jalen hurts a lot. I want to keep it as the Eagles as the number one coming out of the division. Um, I just, it, I could be, I totally get your argument when you talk about San Fran, but I'm going to go Eagles one. I mean, I don't hate um, it. I know they got to, and I don't, I shouldn't because I know they got the tougher division. Cause I have three coming out of that division. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go Eagles one. Uh, I'm going to go coming out of the West. I am going to go the Niners as two. Um, I do have lions as three and, Oh man, I know that you keep saying the Panthers are a dumpster fire and I I'm there with you. I want them to be so much better than they are gonna be. I, I want them to be so much better. I was so hyped on that episode when we talked about the NFC South and I had the Panthers winning that division. I think the Saints are gonna win that. I don't think the Falcons uh, I do have the Panthers over the Falcons and the Bucks, uh personally, but I do think you're right. I do like Carr. I think the Saints are gonna win that division. Um, so there's my, my top four. Um, this is where we might differ a little bit. Um, who, who did you have first? I'm I'm sorry. Who did Uh, you had Cowboys as the first? Yeah. So I do agree with you there. I'll have Cowboys as, um, the first, um, did you say you had Seattle, then Washington, right? Yes. Flip those for me. I have actually, I actually, yeah. I actually have Washington um, up. I, I I have them good. I think they're going to be good as long as Hal can play well. I do. I do think the Seahawks are still a playoff team, um, but I, I I do like the Commanders. I think they're good and Giants. I think they're going to just fall off the cliff. But I mean, the hardest division is the NFC East by far, um, and you're going to get you're going to still. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're gonna get all those those players, all those teams in outside of the Giants. I think the Giants are gonna fall apart again because it all comes down to Daniel Jones. I, I like him, but he just can't do it himself. Um, so that's what. Hey, so I it's a little trust... different. It's a little different. Well, I have two two different than you on there, but we do have all the same teams. Um, it sounds like we have the same teams for each division. They're just jumbled up, or for each conference, they're just jumbled up a bit. 
Well, besides our only difference is Chargers and Dolphins. That's literally our only two different teams. Uh, you have Dolphins. I have Chargers. Yes. Yes. And that should be a bet. Who makes it to the playoffs? Who doesn't? Chargers or Seahawks or Chargers or Dolphins? What do you want to bet? That's going to be. I'm all for that's it. going to be a no at the well, end. That's going to be a plus five, plus five for our picks casino. No, 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 no. I mean, we could do that, but I also want a real bet. Let's bet. Okay, what do you want? I don't know. I'm asking you. I asked you the thing. Loser of that bet has to do an entire podcast uh, naked. You have to sit here and record our podcast at the end naked. Um, Just for the humiliation. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All right. We have a whole season to decide. We'll come up with it. We'll come up. Leave some comments. Ask, you know, leave some comments and and make it at least reasonable. You know, no tattoos, stuff like that. No naked podcast. I thought Um, that was a great idea. No, Um, You're so dumb. All right. But Um, now, leave us us something. I agree with Casino. Before we jump into picks, which will be the last thing before we head out of here, who do you have as the Super Bowl matchup and winner going into this season, Casino? (sighs) <sighs> man, um, this is gonna this is gonna throw you on for a loop, man. This is gonna throw you on for a loop. Uh, Cincinnati, I'm excited. I, okay. I, Cincinnati, I think make it. I have the Lions. Get the fuck out of here! You got the Bengals versus the Lions. Oh yeah. lord! Oh lord! Uh. I want it so uh, bad. Explain it. Explain it. Uh, I position third. I like it. You know, if that's that's where I have the the Lions. I think if they make the playoffs and they win a few games, they're going to be so hyped. I think that offense is that offense is up there, in my opinion, with Cincy's offense and with Patrick Mahomes. As long as he has Kelsey, you know, it, it's really Patrick Mahomes has Kelsey. Um, that. I, I like the overall offense for, for Detroit a lot, a lot. And I think that this year, just like last year, it's going to be a shootout for the Super Bowl. And defense is out the window. This feels like college now in the NFL. So I, I can see the Lions pulling it off. I can see them. Really, it comes down because they're, they're, in my opinion, you know they're making the playoffs. I think they're going to win their division. It's going to come down to a few games in the playoffs. And they might sneak by with a few games in the playoffs to win them the, uh, to win them the NFC championship game. Wow. Wow. I was not prepared for that. Uh, I know you weren't. That caught me very off guard. Uh, I do think, uh, what is it? I was just going to go chalk and I was going to say chiefs versus Eagles again, the rematch, just because I think the chiefs, I think the Chiefs and Eagles. I don't have think the, the Chiefs make path it. To it. I, I don't I'm think the right make there it. with you. I'm going with what I thought was going to happen last year. I think it's going to be Bengals versus Eagles in the Super Bowl. And I, I, I would think like the Chiefs will not make it. Yeah. I just think the Chiefs, it just, there's two, everybody forgets in the Patriots Tom Brady dynasty, there was a 10 year gap where they couldn't make it back to the Super Bowl because making it to the Super Bowls that no. many times in a row is fucking hard. No, they made there's it a back 10 to year the Super gap. Bowl. 
They they made it back to the oh. Super Bowl. They just lost. Are you sure about that? I think it was. I thought there was a ten year gap where they weren't in it because it was the Steelers, Broncos, and one other team in there. But regardless, I just think it's really hard. And again, Kelsey is getting up there in age. We are already starting to see injuries take effect a little bit. And when, again, everybody loves Patrick Mahomes. I do think he's really going to feel the loss of Eric Bieniemy this uh, this season because I think obviously you still have Andy Reid, but you also have to have like some sort of playmaker. So let's say this injury yeah, worsens, you're, you're, you know, God you're, you're forbid. Completely, you're completely wild, bro. Because, yeah, they... <laughs> they Then maybe it dumb. was they didn't win for 10 years. It's That's what it was. That's what I was telling you, yeah. So how okay. it goes is, is they won it. They did the win where they won it. Uh, they went two times. They went in 86 and 97. And then they went... To, they went in 02, 04, 05, and then they lost in 08. They lost in 12, and then they went back into the 15. So it was 10 years since they won, but they had made the trip two other times and the AFC Championship game like six times or something like that. Yeah, and I just think people forget uh, the Bengals were one play away from beating the Chiefs in the playoffs, and then they got that garbage fucking penalty that obviously – led to the Chiefs having the opportunity to win that game. I just think Cincinnati still has the Chiefs number, and I think the Chiefs have gotten worse, like just in terms of personnel and coaches, and the Bengals are kind of just the same team that has owned this Kansas City Chiefs team except that one time. Like everybody acts like the Chiefs blow these teams out, like – Every Cincinnati Chiefs game is like literally within a field goal of each other. So I just think the Bengals finally kind of beat. I mean, they, I know they, well, they did that one year and then they didn't up. win, but yeah, I, so I think it's Bengals Eagles in the Super Bowl, and then it becomes Bengals lines. Like, <laughs> Bengals I, so lines. We're, both picking, we're both picking Bengals. Bengals I lines. do also think this is one of those things like the Bills where it's kind of like the Super Bowl window is closing for this iteration of the Bills and Bengals. So it's kind of like shit or get off the pot. I would love, love, love an AFC championship game where it's Bills-Bengals instead of Chiefs versus either of those teams just because mm-hmm. I hate the repetitive nature of seeing the same fucking team year after year after year. Not if and it was I your think- team, trust me. Yeah. Well, I think with my Eagles, I think they have just gotten for everything they lost, they replaced the only question mark I have with my Eagles team that I will uh I think it'll take a month to finally see what it is is they lost their offensive coordinator who I think is a big deal and then they lost their defensive coordinator which I don't think is that big of a deal. So I really just want to see how the offensive play calling is the first month of the season and to see it like how it looks because the coaches basically came out and said they showed nothing in the preseason because they started nobody. So why would they show any plays? So they just ran a vanilla offense. And then you hear stuff coming out of the joint practices, which is the Eagles offense is electric. So I'm still a wait and see with them, but I think they course correct and kind of have that hunger from not winning it last year. I think hurts 
the soundest bet I can and, make and this instead season. Of vanilla, they, they, better. Instead of vanilla, they're a little bit more Neapolitan. Yeah, and everybody loves Neapolitan. I they love light it up. Neapolitan milkshake. They're it's the great. best. It's They're great. the best. You're like, ooh, chocolate. Ooh, strawberry. Where did strawberry come from? I haven't had that in a while. How's it going? So you're... you're like, oh, I'm used to my vanilla. I'm used to my vanilla. Sorry. So your insane pick of Bengals-Lions makes me feel better for my pick of the Broncos last year. So now we can make fun of you this entire season <laughs> instead of me. But who do you have winning your Super Bowl Cincy. matchup casino? Cincinnati. Right. I have Cincinnati winning the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I have I have my Eagles. I would not be shocked if it's the Bengals. I'm more hoping than I am, you know, saying it's going to be the Eagles. I'm crossing my fingers because I cannot Cross take your another toes Super Bowl loss. Uh, but all right, casino last bit or, or, uh, last thing we'll do before we dive into the picks real quick. Who do you have being MVP? Who, um, shit. That's a good one. MVP for the regular season. This might shock you. Cause I think that they got, I'm going Trevor Lawrence. You know what? That's my pick as well. Fuck. So <laughs> doesn't shock me at all. I, I had him. Trevor I Lawrence. Love I just think he's going to be <laughs> on another level this year. I think he will vie for that number one seed spot. I wouldn't be shocked if they're the number two seed uh, going into the playoffs, maybe even the number one seed. I mean, I don't think they're, that would be shocking. No, but I just so, think he has hey, all hey, the preseason. Hey, let's, let's make it even crazier. I'm going lines, Jags, <laughs> lines, Jags. No, that I would be to... the lowest rated no. Super Bowl ever. <laughs> Lions, Jags. Uh, no, no, uh, I, I am going Lions, Cincy. But <laughs> the, the Jags I, is a fun one to hope for. Would How not be that be Lions, Jags. Uh, like, that'd be crazy. Be, that'd be crazy to it see. It would be such a low rated Super Bowl. It might be the highest rated Super Bowl because everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Holy <laughs> <Yeah. shit." laughs> But I also think if it's not Trevor Lawrence, I do think it's either no, Mahomes. No, we don't have backup picks. We don't have backup picks. Well, I mean, getting votes. No. And then I think Hurts is really going to have a great season. But I agree Who? with you. It's going to be Hurts. Trevor Lawrence. Hurts. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right, Casino. Last thing before we get out of this long show. Uh, let's do our picks for week one. It starts all over again. You shockingly won last season. Uh, I didn't shockingly win. I was good last year. But don't forget, I went undefeated in my playoff picks, except when it came to the Super Bowl. So I'm on a hot streak, Casino. Bit of a hot streak. Uh, Bit of a hot streak. Let's start week one. We'll just start with tonight's game, which is fucking crazy to say. Lions, Chiefs. Casino's picking his Super Bowl pick, Lions. I am. I have to. (laughs) I have to do it this time. I don't have nearly enough faith in the Lions as you do. I do think Chris Jones will be interesting to see how this defense is impacted by that. I want to see more. Probably outside of the Bengals, the best offense in the league. Yeah, I'm going Lions. Yeah, I do want to see how the Lions hold up against this Chiefs. Or I do want to see how this Chiefs defense uh, holds up against this Lions offense. I do think it'll be a closer game than people think it is. The line right now is like five and a half. But... Uh, I'm still picking the Chiefs. I just trust Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes week one. Uh, Now let's go to the Sunday games. First game on the docket, a barn burner casino, the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. 
Who you picking, Panthers, Falcons? I because I want this Falcons train to just end this random hype all of a sudden. I'm going Panthers. Ooh, nice. We're both starting with different picks because I'm picking the Falcons. I just think they're right. better than the Panthers. I don't trust the Panthers at all. Uh, I am completely you're, off the Panthers. You're going. You're going. You're going under the preseason. You're you're loving the preseason too much. I just think what we saw. You're loving the preseason. You're loving the preseason too much. Maybe, maybe, but uh, it'll be interesting to see Bijan Robinson, and then that quarterback battle will be Desmond Ritter against C.J. Stroud, or not C.J. Stroud, uh, Bryce Young. So, but C.J. Stroud is in the next game, which is the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens. Just we can just pass. Just mark us down for the Ravens. Let's move on. Yeah, I just think <laughs> I think this is potential be blowout of the week. It, uh, it, Possibly. Um, my my blowout of the week's in, in a couple down. but uh, So let's go up next is the Bengals at the Browns. Dare I say the first of the season that is a sneaky, sneaky. interesting game? Sneaky. <laughs> uh, I'm going Bengals on this one, but I think the Browns are going to play pretty well. Like I said, I like I'm... I like the Browns. I think they're going to play well this season, but they're just in a they're just in a tough division, tough, tough conference again that they're going to play well, but they're going to be short of the mark every single game. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how Burrow is affected by that injury, if any. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. I think Browns will be a tougher team this year than they were last year, but I'm going Bengals, uh, especially with Joe Burrow in the starting lineup. Next get, uh, next game is the Jacksonville this Jaguars. This is the one I'm thinking that's going to be blowout of the week. Oh. I think I Jags, actually, Colts. I think Jags are going to smoke them out, just just wreck them. I mean, the Colts I, are missing. The Colts are missing their 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 running back, man. That's true. I Taylor's was going to try to make a case for the Colts, but rookie quarterback going against this this uh, underrated Jags defense, and then you obviously have maybe a top and, five explosive offense in the league. I think it's Jags all day, like and, you. And then Colts are, like I said, are going to miss. They're they're missing their best player. Uh, for the first four weeks, so they're going to get absolutely rolled by the Jags. Just, just absolutely rolled. It's done. It's I over. do think that the Colts are going to be a hard out this year because I think they will be in the same boat where the Bears were last year, where it was like the Bears still got the over overall number one pick, but they were in every game. Justin Fields had like two or three wow plays that were replayed in highlights all week. I think that. Uh, Oh, uh, Anthony Richardson for the Colts. I think that has that potential where he has like two or three, like, oh my God, how the fuck did he do that plays right. of the week? And I think the Colts will be in most of their games, but they will eventually lose. Uh, next up, maybe our first just, this is going to be a god-awful game of the week, which is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Minnesota Vikings. Ugh. I have Vikings, but it's going to be one that I will not watch a single ounce of. Uh, unless right it pops up on you. red zone. Yeah, right there with you. I'm picking Vikings as well. Uh, next up, sneaky, interesting game, which is the Tennessee Titans at the New Orleans Saints. We'll see how your we'll see how the boys are doing, how your boys are doing. But I think the Saints uh, they're going to go marching in to their home and win. 
Oh, oh so there, there you go. There. Uh, but yeah, I think the Saints, I just think Tennessee is kind of in this weird spot where it's like, what the fuck even is Tennessee right now? Uh, next up, my upset pick of the week, Casino, San Francisco 49ers at Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going Steelers. I've already I'm going Niners it. just despite that commenter. <laughs> uh, that's my own. That's that. I, yep. I've been waiting for you to ask me that one. Niners. I think this has potential to be game of the week. I don't think there's a better matchup of all the games. Maybe I'd if agree. Chiefs Lions I, is really good. No, but... I think. Well, yes, Chiefs Lions. That's going to be a good one. Um, but yeah, I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. This is going to be the best AM game to watch on on Sunday for sure, hands yeah. down. A hundred percent agree. Especially when the next I mean, game is Arizona Cardinals at Washington Commanders. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, commanders all day, Arizona. Again, I will probably pick against them almost every single week, except for maybe the Rams, but we got to see how the personnel are playing out during that week. Um, I don't care if Kyler Murray comes back. I'm picking against the Cardinals every single week. Fair enough. Starting this week. Uh, so you said that the, so we're going to move on down to the next one. Uh, cause I'm going to take over here. Um, you, you've been blasting me with the first pick, so I'm going to give it to you now. Um, so as you were saying, Niners, Steelers, possibly the best game of the week. I think the most fun game of the week is going to be starting off. Who doesn't like a Packers Bears? Like who who doesn't like that game? Like that's always fun to watch. It's a fun rivalry. Um, this will be an interesting one to see. I am actually going with the home field. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears over the Green Ooh. Bay Packers. Ooh, I know I should give it to you, but I'm I know I said I was going to give it to you first. But I'm I was excited about this one. I am going to go Bears over the Packers. Interesting. I still am going Packers over the Bears, and I think only because I trust the Packers' defense more than I trust the Bears' offense. Or no, more nah. than I trust the Bears' defense. I mean, I don't think the Bears' okay. defense is going to be any good. So I'm picking Packers. I think this will be a low-scoring game, but I think the Packers pull it out. Got it. Uh, so moving on to the next one, I will prompt this up to you. Talk about another fun rivalry game. You have. The Broncos. Oh yes, mom's gotta grab that. Uh, Broncos versus the Raiders. Um, who do you got? It's I at am, Denver. Mile high. I am, and right there is what what you just said. I think I like this Raiders team, but I think I'm That's picking the Broncos just because it's at home. That's why at 100 going with that mile high. And again, the question mark for the Raider being my number one question mark team of the year. Broncos yep. all day. Yeah. Um, Leads us rolling into the fun one-off pick that we had for come playoff time. Your Dolphins versus my Chargers down in L.A. You know, that that's a long trip for the Dolphins. Who do you got? Yeah, but I think it's still going to be a home team for the Dolphins because nobody goes to Chargers games <laughs> who's a Chargers fan. So I'm picking – I think this game comes back to haunt the Chargers all season because I think it's going to be – this to me feels like this, it could be a 38-35 game. This the might Dolphins be to see who's right at the end of the year. Yeah, and that's why I'm picking the Dolphins. And, and I'm going to pick the Chargers. This is fall day. This is going to be good. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> and uh, this is the the next game. I'll let you I'll let you bring this one in because you you you're so excited about this game, and I'm not. Uh, the Eagles at my Eagles at your New England Patriots. I tried to talk myself into it like I did with the Steelers 49ers. I was thinking of doing a reverse jinx, but I just think this Eagles team is going to come out 
and be so fucking pissed that they lost the Super Bowl. And this is like the first like revenge against the league for them losing the Super Bowl and then basically just being disrespected the whole offseason. I am picking the Eagles, but if your team won, I would not be shocked. But I'm still going Eagles. And I'm going Eagles because I'm not an idiot. (laughs) Would Uh, I be delighted? Would I be delighted and spend a half hour in the bathroom if the Patriots won? All day. But I'm going Eagles. And I'm mostly going Eagles just because I don't know what you guys are going to be on offense. I do think your defense is going to be great, but offense, we're, we're, I just we're don't running know as long as you can stop us. the run. If the Eagles can stop the run, you'll be just fine because the Patriots have virtually <laughs> they have they have Parker and the Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah. Well, and the 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 from defense, everybody's been talking about Jalen Carter from the the uh, Georgia Bulldogs and all that kind of stuff. They forget that Jordan Davis last year, when he was on the field, he was, he made the run defense. Like I think the run uh, when he was off the field was like 10 yards per attempt. When he was on the field, it was less than five. So him being that giant run stopper in the middle makes this defense infinitely better. And then you throw in uh uh Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis, just in the middle with everybody else. I just think, yeah, there this defense is going to potentially be way better than they were last year. But we got three more games, Casino. Walk us through. You got it. Uh, next, we got L.A. Rams at the Seahawks. And who do you got? I don't even think it's a question. I think it's yeah, Seahawks, Seahawks all day. Blowout of the week. <laughs> No, Blow the out Jags. Of the weak potential. No, you got to pick one. I pick the Jags. Um, so that's that. Moving on to the next one. Your division rivals. You have Cowboys at the New York Giants. Who'd you got? Uh, I'm picking Cowboys. I I honestly think I don't think this game's gonna be close. I think Giants are coming in with so much hype, but the Cowboys they've owned the giants. They've kind of owned this division, which is weird that they're never like, they don't go as far in the playoffs as the giants or Eagles usually do. But I just think when it comes to regular season division games, like the Cowboys are just good and they beat up on the giants all the time. I'm picking Cowboys. Let me ask you this over or under 10 news outlets saying the Cowboys after they win this game, going to the super bowl over, over or under 10. They're already saying that now. So over, <laughs> over. <laughs> uh, and then you have that wonderful Monday night game because why? Because everybody loves Aaron Rodgers. And oh wait, who are you picking? Cowboys oh, or Giants? Cowboys all day, all day. In that game, all day. I don't have any faith in the Giants this year. I I do like Daniel Jones as I talked about, but no, it's done. Uh, so the last, but certainly not least. We are going Bills at the Jets, J-E-T-S-S, Jets, Jets, however it goes. I don't fucking know, and I don't fucking care because they're going to get rolled by these Bills, and I can't wait to see Aaron Rodgers cry, and just I can't wait for it. I'm going to probably cheer, even if if they're going against Houston, I'm going to probably choose Houston over the Jets because I just want, I said probably, not going to, it's not going to be, but in my head, I want to say that I hate the Jets. I hate Aaron Rodgers. Go Bills. Bills Mafia. 
Give me a fucking table all day. <laughs> uh, I have a couple of those full tables in my garage right now. It might happen. <laughs> uh, I don't ha- share your hatred for the Jets. I don't really give a shit about the Jets. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team or really any good this year. Uh, I do think this game has a potential to be close, but I can't talk myself into the Jets beating this Bills team. So I'm right there with you. I'm picking the Bills uh, to win. So it looks like we have one, two, uh, three, four, five. We have five games different this week. So starting it off on, it could potentially be one game that decides it of who wins the week. But football's back. Uh, tonight, the Chiefs-Lions. Right, la- my last question for you. you. Are you in one fantasy league or multiple? Uh, I am in two at the moment. I think I'm going to try to do two more before the before the game start on Sunday. Yeah, how about okay. you? Sure, I'm in one. So, uh, let me ask you. Are you projected to win or lose? You don't need to get into the details. Win or lose your your, your fantasies. You, you, I you am don't have pre- to pick both. You can, you can just pick one that we will follow. Pick the one that you think you're going to win, and we will follow that fantasy team. We can fuck the other one. So, I am in one money league because obviously we're Let's in do Vegas. The money. Mine's a money league. Yeah, so obviously we're in Vegas, so it's hard to do a money league in Vegas unless you like know people and it's like hand to hand money right. instead of all the bullshit. And we'll 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 do Casino's Fantasy Corner come Monday, um, and we can break down who we have for the teams and who they have for the teams and where things lined up going into the final match on Monday night. Um, because I don't know about you, I do have no, I don't have anybody, but I am playing somebody, I believe. That's on the bills. Um, so you're supposed to win. You're supposed to lose. What's the line? What do you think? And what's your take? I am supposed to lose by four points. But the thing impacting that score is I do have Travis Kelsey. So if he doesn't play, I'm fucked. If he plays, uh, I hope he has a Travis Kelsey game because he. I was the 12th pick in a 12-man league. I was the 11th and Travis Kelsey, the 12-man league. Yeah, Travis Kelsey fell to me, so I took Kelsey, and then my next pick was A.J. Brown. So I got Kelsey and Brown right off the top, which I was very happy with. But nice. how about you, Casino? Are you projected to win I'm or projected lose? To lose. Um, I'm projected to lose by 11. Uh, I'm playing Shit. the person who got picked to win the, like in the, the standing projections. Uh, he's yeah. projected to win the league. I'm projected 7th. Um, I am projected to lose by 11, but I'm looking at the roster and I'm looking at the matchups and I'm like, I think my team's going to surprise. I do have Jared Goff tonight and I think he's going to go off. Off Goff, Jared, off Goff. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, That was Casino's Fantasy Corner. One of our, I know at the beginning of this, I said we were going to try to do like a head-to-head fantasy thing, but I just don't think that'd be interesting to listen to. So I kind of scrapped that idea, but I do like the fantasy check-ins of projected to win and how we're going to do and all that kind of stuff. So this has been the only sports podcast. We will see you on Monday's episode to talk about all the college football games. If anything happens and most importantly, NFL games of what happens this week. Two hour episode. 
Yeah, buddy. If anything interesting happens with a Monday night football or a Thursday night football this season, we will try to do a YouTube exclusive where we talk about it, yeah. but that's only if anything noteworthy happens. We're going to get one we're going to get one more good episode in and then all of a sudden shit's going to hit the fan because who knows when my kids here what when I'm going to have time to do shit. Woohoo. Yeah. So there might be some solo episodes in the future doing them Han yeah. style. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll text. I'll text him my thoughts on some things. So he'll, if that happens, I think you should just prompt me some questions. I'll I'll relay them back, and you can give them my oh, take. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, football's back, which means we're back. I'm really gonna try to stick to the new episodes Mondays and Thursdays, kind of get in that groove of things. We'll see how Casino schedule uh fancies out when he's when his new child is here obviously the sports podcast and the child are on the same level of importance so all day we'll see that yeah but uh as far as this episode almost two hours uh this has been the only sports podcast i'm will that's casino over there uh yeah enjoy football football's back we'll see you monday